Welcome to Sleepless in St. Bernard, where the Scott Places Run Cycles. I'm Kitty. And I'm Ange. And we haven't slept. In 30 years. This is a podcast about the 90s Disney cartoon Darkwing Duck and dear friends. Dear, dear, sweet friends and listeners, we've made it. This is the final issue. The answers to all of our questions are going to be answered. Plot holes will be dragged through a slime portal like a weathered and completely unimpressed Morgana. This will surely be one for the history books, a conclusion worthy of a million mama crack shell tongue lashings and monstro doos. And here we are. Are you ready? Are you pumped? Are you done trusting traitorous males? Tell me the end of this crazy thing. I will tell you everything about the end of this crazy thing. But first, we have an announcement. <laughs> I have to say I find it super hilarious that the day we're recording the last of the comic series is the day that they announced a new Darkwing Duck comic series as of like 45 minutes ago. It a part of me died a little bit. <laughs> it popped up and uh, in a few places, but Bleeding Cool announced it and said that Dynamite Publishing, I, I don't know what they're actually called, just Dynamite, I guess? It says that uh, they announced at San Diego Comic-Con, I think, that the Darkwing Duck comics are returning with a new series plus reprints of the previous series. But it doesn't say anything else. It doesn't say if it's the same writers, the same artists, if they're continuing the series from where they left off. And if so, that creates even more questions because... Are they going to continue from the Boom Studios, which would be this issue heading into new stuff related to it, or the Joe Books edition, which retroactively got rid of the Dangerous Currency timeline completely and then started their own continuing series that only got, I think, eight issues? Or is it something completely brand new, just a blank slate? So many questions. I have lots of questions. The only thing in that press release is, that I read was um, that the creative team is still pending announcements. So we will have to wildly speculate until then. Yeah, and it says it's coming at the beginning of 2023, so about six months from now. All roughly. I know is that no one has contacted me to um, name a slew of villains. And I'm, I don't know if you've checked your emails lately. We're waiting, guys. Dynamite. <laughs> We're here, and then we can make fun of our own comic books, as Herb Muddlefoot intended. And then on top of that, we did get, I call it a fake out, but a very shady Twitter account with maybe two followers that has existed since November with no previous posts, posted allegedly VizDev stuff for the Darkwing Duck reboot, and I think that is all just baloney. I think people are... Whoa, whoa, <laughs> coming at us with a hard language. Yeah, because I uh, Disney is pretty protective of their properties, and they're not going to post NDA concept art this early. And I, I dug into it. It wasn't even leaked. People were saying it was leaked. It was literally on somebody's art station account. It was in their portfolio it could potentially have been the person pitched some stuff and it got rejected. So they put it in their portfolio because it's not being used. But I highly doubt that 
anyone would actively post that if it was supposed to be under wraps. So I think it's just nonsense. I think that the Twitter account is probably just someone who was looking to cause panic and I don't know, maybe they enjoy watching the DuckTales reboot fans have a mass breakdown. <laughs> it's very likely that this is just some person who's like, oh, let me just draw some, you know, concept art for what I think a cool Darkwig Duck thing would be completely unaware of the fandom and the fandom just was like foaming at the mouth waiting for something to happen. Uh, but, you know, it very well could be true. It could be like... Um, concept art approved by Michael Mouse himself because in all of the pictures I saw there was not a single toilet <laughs> oh that's a that's a very valid point <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I think people need to don't worry everybody don't panic I don't think Darkwing Duck will have pants I, I think there's probably like a 75% chance he won't be wearing pants I, I'm not basing that on anything other than my own speculation, but I feel like pants are, are just a no-no. So don't worry. Don't worry. We're, we're, we're good. False alarm. Darkwing's breezy bottom has not yet been confirmed. I also, I agree with what you're saying because I have legit in the past seen Viz Dev artists post their own Darkwing Duck reboot takes where it's just, you know, they'll post on Tumblr and they'll be like, this is what I thought would be kind of cool for a reboot. And it's nothing official. It's just their idea. So this person could have very well just been doing that for themselves. It doesn't say anything in the details of the art station what it's for. So it could have just, like you said, just been having fun and doing their own yeah. thing. In which case, I feel a little bad for them because everybody is ripping it apart on Twitter and making fun of, like, the art style and hating on it. Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh, if this is legit just some person who was exploring it by themselves, I feel a little bad for them. Yeah. Be kind, everyone. Be kind, rewind. And, you know, yeah. don't jump to conclusions from a really shady source that has nothing to back it. But speaking of shady sources, on to Darkwing Duck issue 18. Oh, here we are. I'm ready. You absolutely do not know anything about what happened in this, do you? Because surely you heard something about Negaduck. Did you hear anything about how he was defeated in this? Um, I don't know. I really, like, I feel like the power of friendship, like, he, he, he wants to be loved. You're close. You're actually okay. close. Okay, so you have because I feel like it's something. I just, I just know that you you burned a hole in the ozone with how like angry you got. You were just on fire <laughs> with anger over how this was handled, and um, I don't know why this is a perfectly wonderful <laughs> story. Any character was... that you could mischaracterize, and you had to pick Negaduck, like. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, so, so can you just remind me how they open the slime dimension for Negaduck to, to, to be the last panel? Uh, if memory serves, in the last issue, the slime was taking over and it was centralized at Scrooge's money bin. They had created an antidote ray, which Darkwing right. was, was it... liquefied. <laughs> Something like that. They fired it at it, 
and for some reason a portal opened and it revealed Negaduck and Morgana and there's really no true science behind why if Negaduck was the slime why he is also a fully formed person in a portal and why that would just suddenly open. We're going to get a little bit of insight in this issue as to what happened to him and it's just not really going to explain anything. Is it going to be told via projection from the gizmo suit? Just a regular old flashback this time. Oh, okay. All right. Well, you know, I'm ready. I am I am I'm ready to be impressed. Ready as you ever are. Amen. Okay, so the first issue cover is Gizmo Duck bursting out of the slime like a god. <laughs> I don't know how else to describe it. Fully able to do so because he was so thoroughly chastised by his mother. Yes. And everybody else is drowning. We see Launchpad, Darkwing, and Scrooge, and they are elbow deep in this goop, looking very distressed. But Gizmo Duck appears to be their savior who is going to rescue them. Oh. And then the second cover is just a pair of angry-looking eyes with ha-ha-ha-ha written across the cover cryptically. That would be, I think, the bummer issue to get, like that that edition. Yeah, it's not the most exciting cover, honestly. but Especially for like the end of the series. I guess they wanted it all to be a surprise. Spoiler yes. alert. I think it's because they didn't know what they were doing when these covers were made, honestly. Well, but that doesn't make any... Like, whatever's on the cover, as we very well know, doesn't have to coincide with what's inside the comic. Like, save the money bin one for this last issue. I don't know. No one consulted me. I think it should have just been a magnified version of Morgana's face from... <laughs> 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 yeah. That would have been good. Okay, we're moving forward. Darkwing Duck, issue 18. The final of the Boom Studio series and part four of Dangerous Currency. So, we are left back to where we were last time, where Negaduck and Morgana have appeared. Launchpad and Darkwing are gazing up at them shocked. And Darkwing says, that's Negaduck and Morgana. What's going on? And Launchpad says... This means Negaduck has something to do with the slime. And then Negaduck, I guess, I don't even know. He kind of looks like he's gigantic. I guess they're normal sized, but it's, it's weird. Because it's a shot of the thunder quack. And then we see the portal has opened and Negaduck and Morgana in size relation look massive. But when they come through, they're normal sized. So I don't know what to tell you. Magnified portals. Yes, and Negaduck says, I am the slime. Need proof? And Morgana's standing next to him, and she says, oh, no. And somebody, I guess it's Negaduck, says, this is it. The strange substance that transformed St. Canard is swallowing up Duckburg whole. And then, what has what happened? It's, it's a bit hard to describe. <laughs> okay, so Negaduck can control the slime, essentially. And it's kind of like... Slime bender. Yeah, you know how, like, Venom in Spider-Man, like, the symbiotes that mm -hmm. has, like, the tendrils and, like, goop? It's basically that. So okay. he's in the portal with Morgana, and he says, come on, Dirtwing, let's bring this conversation down to Earth. And then a bunch of tendrils grab the Thunderquack and try to drag it down, and Launchpad is trying to fight it, 
and says, if anyone's crashing this plane, they got to deal with the master of flight disasters. And then it crashes anyways into a million pieces. So that sounds like Launchpad rested the control back just so he could crash it himself. And I'm here at like 1000% on board with that. Yes. And they're, they're on the ground. They're a little beat up. But Darkwing says, not a scratch. Well, not a scratch on us, that is. And Launchpad says, of course, I got a reputation to uphold, you know. And then Darkwing looks up at Negaduck and says, how did this happen? And Negaduck says, let me show you. And then these <laughs> tentacles <laughs> and then these tentacles of slime wrap around Darkwing's legs and oh arms like an anime that is going to bad places. <laughs> oh, I guess I was wrong. I guess it wasn't a regular flashback because the slime covers his eyes and then Darkwing's able to see everything via flashback from the slime tentacles. I was kind of hoping that the tentacles were going to put on a puppet show for him. That would be even better. <laughs> it's just like little sock puppets, but they're the tentacles. Well, now we're into a flashback. Doo -doo -doo -doo. So we're back to... Uh, infinite Darkwings when Negaduck was hit by the ray by Paddywhack and he split. And he says, last thing I remember about your lousy world was getting hit by that, what do you call it, Tron Splitter. You know, it zaps people into two beings, a good version and a bad version. I guess in my case, it was an evil version and a slightly less evil version. The stupid thing spanked me so many times. I was split... <laughs> I was split into a bunch of particles, some good, some bad. Oh, he got spanked all right. Spanked yeah, with sure bad storylines and plots. <laughs> he continues. Okay. He says, you may ask yourself, what happens to someone's mind when that happens to them? You may also ask yourself, where is my fine automobile? <laughs> and you may ask yourself, this is not my beautiful house. This is not my beautiful wife. Letting the slime go down. The slime go down. Beautiful. Riveting. Sorry. So I'm already going into my defense mechanisms here. This is my flight or fight or flight response. <laughs> Negaduck is essentially in the upside down. That is the only way I can describe it because he's basically transferred to another St. Canard, except it's completely empty. And he says, What I can tell you is that my consciousness, my avatar, Ah, uh, you know, my own bad self was transported to a strange version of St. Canard. Whole place felt like a wasteland. So I'd like to state for the record that I guess uh, Dangerous Currency did this before Stranger Things. No cool monster Dark demons, does, though. Does Darkwing defeat Negaduck by holding up his hand and staring at him? Feet of blood trickle slowly out of his hand. <laughs> As he mashes him against a wall and... Oh. Those are spoilers. I probably shouldn't. Stranger Things spoilers, that is. Okay. I feel like that's every um, final battle in Stranger Things, though, so I feel like we're safe. We're safe for now, but we're not safe from the rest of this story. No, we're not. So he continues and he says, All the Negaduck particles, they didn't fly on the winds, ready to cause mischief wherever they were taken. They buried themselves under the city. I think they were waiting. It felt like months later, but thanks to some know-nothing knockoffs, they finally got their chance. Of course, by that time, I had been joined by a guest. And we see that 
Magica and Phantom Blot are underground. It's basically the scene from the beginning of the Dangerous Currency where they're underground with the machine and the pipes. And we can see that Negaduck was actually watching them the entire time. And he's just glaring angrily at them. Very unimpressed. So he continues. He says, I was joined by a guest. That would be your old ball and chain. Too bad we can't get in on the action. Or can we, Morgie baby? Don't understand. I really am like, okay, well, let's see how they explain this. But I also already know that it's not going to be done well. No. So. We see Duck Thulu and we see Morgana. And he says, seems your gal's tussle with a supernatural baddie sent her straight to me. But by all means, Dudwing, you can have her back. And then he elbows Morgana in the ribs and says, tell him, pretty lady. And Morgana is obviously not happy. And she says, Dark, I wish it didn't have to be this way. What we figured out is that you can reach in here and rescue me, but Negaduck would also come through. No way to stop him. This is how it is, Dark. Whatever your choice is, I'll understand. As if he hasn't defeated Negaduck like 50 billion times. Yeah, right. Like, why is Negaduck like, he's like an oh okay and he just grabs her out like i feel like negaduck being in saint canard is just far for the course yeah it's just darkwing it's just another wednesday i i think they'll yeah. cope yeah i think i think that'll be fine yeah it's... they were trying to make it seem like a really high stakes decision and it's not <laughs> no no so uh darkwing looks at morgana and he says <laughs> Sorry, I don't get this at all. He says, it's he says, it's my life. It's my life. It's now or never. <laughs> he just breaks out into a Bon Jovi song. Oh yeah. And that's when Launchpad whips out the saxophone again. He's too busy they... uh being tied up by tentacles, apparently. These So we get a double page spread of Darkwing grabbing Morgana's hand and he's pulling her through the portal and Negaduck has Morgana's other hand and he's basically being dragged out with her and he's he looks like he's having a grand old time which to be fair he's always having a grand old time as long as everybody else is miserable he's happy yeah yeah so they both return Negaduck is standing on the broken thunder quack and he says, how about that? Time for me to say something I never would. Darkwing Duck, thank you. And Darkwing says, let's get one thing straight. You'll never win because I'll never stop. And then Negaduck says, in that case, but he's cut off because now for some reason the uh, slime tentacles have attacked him and they're wrapped around his arms and his legs and they've released... Darkwing and are just I don't know they, they're all going for Negaduck now and he just suddenly gets sucked underground and everyone's like uh what just happened and nobody can explain or anything and Darkwing chugs and says I, I don't know okay but we're about to find out oh I'm sure this is step this is the step that was uh crossed out on Magicka's list last issue Sure was, because the ground starts oh, yeah. to rumble, and Negaduck reemerges, except he is now just a head, and his body is just a massive tentacle thing, and he has everybody in cages made out of the slime. 
So he has Phantom Blot, he has Gizmoduck, he has the Triplets and Webby and Goslin and Scrooge, the League of Evil and Magicka, uh, and the Beagle Boys with the five heads are all in separate cages that are on the tendrils of Negaduck. Okay. And then his head slimes on down to Phantom Blot and he says, Blotty! I gotta say, it's a real pleasure. I'm not usually a people person, but I've, I've been a big fan of your work. I think it's just awful what Magicka did to you. And Phantom Blot's like, uh, no one calls me Blotty. Wait, what did Magicka do? And once again, Negaduck does the thing with the tendrils where he wraps them around his eyes so he can see flashbacks into the past. And he says, you mean you don't know? Oh dear, let me show you. Heh, <laughs> I love doing this flashback flashback and then yeah this oh, is boy. this is uh the part that magica censored in her plan so negaduck says i can see it all now i was there after a fashion it was back when magica decided to get you on her team she needed your expertise for this villainous scheme she got the message you weren't much of a joiner so she hit you with those pesky little bombs she loves so much except this one had the slime in it not the good stuff. No superpowers here. Just a version that made you follow her orders to the T. Hypnosis. How? <laughs> how she became like a, a slime amancer? Like she figured out how to, to use it to just make <sighs> I love this panel. It's just Phantom Blot in the cage shouting, Magica! And he just like <laughs> It's like Darth Vader going, no. <laughs> and Scrooge is on his cell phone. He says, Agent 44. <laughs> Scrooge, now is not the time. Out town, the candy crush. <laughs> Agent 44, we have reached boiling point, but the slime, something's diluted it. We don't transform when we touch it. I think you know what to do. And we finally find out who Agent 44 is because we switch to the other end and we see loud and clear, Uncle Scrooge. And it's Donald Duck. And he sets down the phone and says, your favorite nephew won't disappoint. Okay. And then he says, best $200 I still owe. And he has what looks like an old-fashioned car with a giant megaphone attached to it. And this will really... I, I, I hate this so much. Okay. <laughs> Donald drives around Duckburg with this megaphone car and he says, attention Duckburg we will not have anyone tell us who runs our town some big slimy goon thinks he can come here and splash his evil all over the place not while Donald Duck is here and then we just see a whole bunch of split panels of various DuckTales characters they look like they're dancing or doing like the, you know, when Donald goes Rah! and he has his little tantrum okay. with his fists in the air, they're all doing that and attacking oh. the slime. So we see uh, Duckworth, we see Gladstone, we see Doofus. Uh, who's that other uh, actual goose guy? Is it Gus? Gus the goose? Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. We see him, we see Mrs. Beakley, and we see Gandra D all stomping and then we see uh who else is here we see the female triplets i guess that's april may and june we see feathery uh what's his face professor <laughs> professor Jen. oh ludwig von drake yes and ludwig. and ludwig is going to to curb stomp something <laughs> 
and then uh that is my that is my <laughs> town <laughs> i wish we see glomgold we see uh, a bunch of other characters i don't recognize a granny we see daisy duck we see gene the genie and bubba duck what the hell is gene doing <laughs> gene could just take care of this whole situation i think he's just a regular boy now because it's post the movie sorry gene you're not useful to us now gene sorry you're just a perpetual 90s boy with a 40-year-old man voice. That's a curse in and all of itself. But yeah. Mm -hmm. So Donald's saying, cause trouble, cause mischief, cause chaos. Find your inner Donald and take back the city. So they're all stomping around, fighting this ink, which I don't get it. Like, I don't understand why being Donald and acting like him would do this. But I guess it works because Negaduck is injured. He starts flailing around and weakening, and he says, Arg! And the cages start to loosen up because he's in pain, I guess, by being curb stomped by Ludwig von Drake. <laughs> and then Phantom Blot says, Need some help? I feel I owe you after all. And Negadek's like, Sure, whatever. Uh, Phantom Blot says, Let us share the burden and the power. And then off screen, Magica says, You think I, Magica, would join with you two geeks? Bah. And <laughs> Phantom Blot says, Mr. Negaduck, I would like a word with Magica. If you please, transport me to her dwelling. And Negaduck's having a lot of trouble controlling himself now because he's just like, Oh, fine, make it count. But he clearly is weakened. So <laughs> transport me to her dwelling? <laughs> She's like five feet away. She is five feet away. That's what makes it even funnier. T take me to that bitch's house. I'm about to ruin her rugs. Oh, I'm about to end her career. I'm gonna obliterate this bitch. The whole time we just see in the background Morgana, Darkwing, and Launchpad just watching this, like stock still. Like, like slowly inching away. So uh, Blot ends up with Magica in the cage and she says, ah, yikes. And he says, hello, Magica. Magica, I'm sure we can let you go, but if you choose to go free, remember, every waking moment, every microsecond of existence, you will have me as your sworn enemy. All of my intelligence and resources will be concentrated towards making your life as truly horrible as any life could possibly be. And Magica's like, fine, let's team up. And Phantom Blot says, <laughs> excellent choice. <laughs> okay. Um, and then... Uh, oh, this is great. Phantom Blot says, Let us all become one with the slime. Villainy unite. And so all the supervillains that I have mentioned previously that have appeared all leap into the slime and basically become one with Negaduck. Become a slime Voltron? <laughs> yes. Okay. And all the, all the good guys are dropped on the ground, though. So they're all recovering on the ground. Launchpad says everyone okay and scrooge says here i thought nothing could give me nightmares anymore it's okay scrooge i don't think yeah, any scrooge of us has are okay. nightmares all the time he has nightmares about the, the the fall of capitalism and losing his money at one time he accidentally left a tip this is just every wednesday for him yeah i like that negaduck is basically like i would like it personally if slime boy negaduck was like a gelatinous cube and all of these villains that are now inside him are slowly dying because they're inside Negaduck and he just doesn't tell them that. 
It's like the Onward, the movie where there was a gelatinous slime thing. Do did you watch that movie? It was the Pixar movie. Uh, I think I watched it once, but yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. Gelatinous cube, D and D, baby. Darkwing is helping up Goslin and says, Negadek and the rest are coming back. It's just a question of when? And all of a sudden, the ground splits open and Negadek pops out, except he's now dressed in a conductor's outfit, you know, like a symphony conductor. Oh, I was thinking like train. I was like, oh, we're going back to the train. Or not. It's a different conductor. Okay. That's, why, that's why I specified because, yes, he's got like the little, uh, what do you call it? Like the music sheet in front of him with the little stand mm. and he has a little tappy tap tapper you know the, <laughs> the stick the stick that the condu- <laughs> i know i know what you mean the tappy tap tapper absolutely <laughs> and he says ahem and he taps it and uh i guess he's conducting because he's basically doing that and all the villains who are slime are now swirling around deviously and attacking the gang and Scrooge says, everyone, stay still and keep your eyes open. And Negaduck says, of course, you don't want to miss any of this. So Darkwing and Launchpad and Morgana did just slowly back away? Yes. They're not there? They're there. So they were on the ground, and then everybody else was in the cages. And then when everybody formed into the slime, they were released and fell to the ground. So now the gang's back together. All right, okay, gotcha. And Negaduck is bragging he says every square inch of the city is mine to play like a symphony and we see oh i never noticed this before it's actually a little disturbing we see the buildings are all alive and we just see the silhouettes of tendrils like the black slimy tendrils and there appear to be random generic duck people being attacked and i don't know caught in the tendrils in the distance many lives were lost that day (laughs) I don't even know what to like Donald did not save everyone. Yeah, I don't even know who these duck people are. They look like generic Disney duck background characters. It, they're just silhouettes. Do, do they ultimately defeat uh, Voltron slime creature by acting like Donald? Or is that the last uh, what would Donald Duck do that we I, get? I think that was the last Donald Duck thing. It just weakened him enough. I guess. Okay, I guess. It was basically just a way to put in a whole bunch of DuckTales cameos all at once. Yeah. So so Scrooge is yelling at Negaduck, and he says, You put on a strong face, but something happened when you came back. Your formula's gotten weak. Doesn't transform people, does it? You messed with the purity of your product, Negaduck. Donald was able to take advantage, and now so will I. There's no way you're getting hold of... My money! And then, for some reason, I don't know if Scrooge climbed inside the slime ball of people because suddenly he's in his... (laughs) He is in his money bin, and Magicka and the five-headed beagle boy are swimming in the money. And Magicka says, Hee hee hee, the slime allows us to peer anywhere we want. Try to fight that, Scrooge. And Morgana, the deuce ex machina of this story, says... Dark, I put a spell on Negaduck in case he came back. There's only one way to trigger it, though. Hit him with the truth. Are you ready to hear the truth? Oh my gosh. Uh, can I speculate on what the truth is first? Go ahead. Her muddle foot is pretty nice, actually. Nobody likes your hat 
<laughs> or Mama Crackshell is the strongest being in the history of the Duckverse. I feel like all of that would upset Darkwing, too. Yeah, see? Truth hurts. <laughs> well, Darkwing's about to hit him with a truth sandwich, because he says, Hey, maestro, why don't you stop slipping and sliding these nudniks everywhere and really give us a fight? And Gizmo Duck says, uh, Darkwing? Because the villains have surrounded them, the slime people, villains. And everybody's now battling against them, but not Darkwing, because Darkwing just, uh, you know, he uses his grappling hook and he swings on over to Negaduck and he says, Now's the time for me to tell you something I thought I'd never say. Thanks, Negaduck. And then he lands next to Negaduck. Negaduck <laughs> picks up his, whatever you call it, the music sheet table thing and smacks him across the face and says, I don't know what for, but you're welcome. And then he turns his arm into a chainsaw, which is actually kind of cool looking in this concept because it's basically like his arm is all slimy and black with the goo, but then it's also a chainsaw. And he's about to slice Darkwing's head off. And Darkwing says, do your worst because I've got something you don't. And then he points over to everybody who's fighting the other villains and he says a great group of friends who will always back me up and then a giant anvil falls <laughs> out of the sky and kills them all and negaduck says and you were saying <laughs> only in the kitty verse i'm sorry darkwing says you've got allies you've got stooges but i see now you've never had something that probably everyone else in the world has there's one simple truth negaduck and it will set you free you don't let yourself have friends. Care Bear Stare, initiate! And Negaduck is obviously just completely gutted by this truest of truths and breaks down crying. He may as well, because that's exactly what happens. Well, he doesn't break down crying, but he breaks down physically. He starts to dissolve because being told that he has no friends activated Morgana's curse for some reason. Morgana's mean girl spell, like, you don't have any friends. And he dissolves. You always eat and lunch alone in the library, but you don't have any friends. He just, he can't handle this. The portal opens and Negaduck dissolves and he says, this can't be. And he gets sucked back into the portal. And then all the villains say, we're one with Negaduck. So where he goes dot 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 and then they all get sucked into the portal with him because what? I yeah because they're all part of him now because they're all in the slime so they all just get sucked into the portal back to I guess the upside down and then the very next page is everybody celebrating at a nice picnic in the park on a sunny day are you there or are you having a seizure I'm, I'm maybe a little of both <laughs> Okay, picnic, cool. Good job, everybody. So everybody's playing and having a good time, and Morgana is saying, I put a spell on Negaduck that I knew would send him back, but it was so powerful it had to be triggered by him realizing what he truly is deep down. Not just angry, but lonely. <laughs> Your silence tells me everything I need to know. I'm just waiting for, like, them to come back. Like, Negaduck to just, like, peel away 
like the side of the page and be like, oh yeah, no, sorry, I just remembered. I don't care. <laughs> he just breaks like the fourth probably, wall. Like the the actual conclusion of the story is probably this. Yep. And Scrooge says, the mind boggles as to what all those villains are getting up to in that wasteland. I, I, I'm not sure I want to know either. I mean, they're all just stuck in there with each other. It's, And they're all one with Negadek, which means he can technically control them and make them do anything. So he's probably just making them all punch themselves in the face. Stop hitting yourself. Stop hitting yourself. Stop hitting yourself. That's what he would do forever. For all eternity, ever. yeah. And Darkwing says, why worry about it? We've still got enough in this reality to deal with. So Scrooge and Darkwing are looking at each other from this uh, picnic table. And Darkwing says, all right, the main meal will be served here. Scrooge says, of course. But then Darkwing says, but dessert will be served in St. Canard. And Scrooge says, if you insist... So Darkwing says, look at us divvying things up and saying what's yours and what's mine. But really, and Scrooge says, if you're going to say it's all ours, I don't want to hear it. And Darkwing says, okay. And then they glare at each other, shake each other's hands. And the final panel is Darkwing, Morgana, Honker, Goslin, and Launchpad standing on one side with St. Canard in the background and then... The DuckTales characters on the other side in a DuckTales backdrop, and they're shaking hands and all looking happy, and it says, the end. That is a perfect ending. I, no notes. We could just end the podcast right now. So this entire final arc, like, we don't see a single fight. Like, there was some fighting, technically. I mean, they were all fighting the the slime villains. Yeah, but, but oh, that's, I guess. Okay. So... I'll give you a minute. I don't understand anything. So what? So why didn't they just shoot Negaduck with the Mama gun? I think they used it up or something. They have an endless supply of Mama. <laughs> just just roll her around in a sofa, and she's fine. She'll yell at people. Give her the gizmo soup. Put a helmet on her, and she'll just roast everybody into oblivion. And does that mean that all the other folks that were exposed to the slime ink are now also in that other dimension too? Like one shot and what's her face and the other one? <laughs> I don't think so. I think they still exist. In They were not in close enough proximity to the convenient portal <laughs> that sucked Negaduck back in. The takeaway is that deep down, Negaduck is lonely and he has no friends, and having that pointed out to him is all it took to defeat him. Make him implode and take every single villain with him. Yeah. It's like, so now what? Gizmoduck's like, well, there goes all my work <laughs> <laughs> into an alternate dimension. What am I going to do now? I guess technically the Beagle Boys and uh, Glomgold was actually part of the saving he was fighting off the slime so i guess he's still around oh, there you go the the savior of our hearts and ma beagle's probably not gonna miss the five-headed beagle boys she she won't even know oh. she's got so many of them yeah she should have totally been in all those little cameo scenes smacking it with a, her purse or something yeah she was just on the cover oh man so morgana was in duck land 
and just conveniently found her way to slime town i feel like they were implying this is my theory is that it was some sort of purgatory so morgana sacrificed herself and negaduck basically got his physical form destroyed so they both ended up in some sort of weird like middle world purgatory and then they were able to leave it because of i guess negaduck's connection to the slime that's the only thing i could come up with and so the slime is negaduck yes but how apparently when those little particles of him were shot over and over again he turned into slime yeah. so the slime is is just like that scene of army of darkness with all the little ashes trying to kill big ash only it's slime yes well i gotta tell you Ange, i have no further questions everything was answered it was wrapped up perfectly uh we got monstro dewey which everyone was very excited about not enough whale boys oh it was bad i didn't i didn't enjoy it i could see why it's stricken from the record because essentially it just nerfs everything too it just nerfs every single villain yeah. except for the ones they made themselves well if we do get picked up again we get to use our own villains <sighs> oh. okay yeah it was stricken from the record technically uh because what happened was when James Silvani and Aaron Sparrow revived the comics, they rewrote the entire Boom series, which was the definitively dangerous edition. And what happens instead is at the end of the election arc, uh, it just ends there. Like it doesn't go into dangerous currency and they change the ending so that the slime, like the slime is still a thing because they couldn't take out all of that. Like everything with uh Bob, you know, corrupting mm -hmm. all those people. But it ends with Darkwing putting on a tie. He replaces his his turtleneck with a tie. And he's deciding that he's going to keep looking for Morgana. And then the last page is him walking out and there's a crystal ball in the background. And Morgana is trying to communicate with him through it. But he can't hear her. So the implication was that she's still out there somewhere. And they were going to eventually address that in the next Joe Comics brand new issues. So the Joe Comics started up and it continues off after the election arc. But they got canceled after about eight issues. So they didn't even get remotely close to wrapping up anything with Morgana. And stuff with Negaduck was also left weirdly open. So... That's still a cliffhanger. Nobody knows what happened there. And that's why I'm curious with these new comics that they just announced, if they're going to either A, continue off after Dangerous Currency, continue off where the joke books left off, or just wipe the slate clean and do a completely brand new series. I really hope it's the latter. Honestly, I, I not to be controversial, but at this point, I think so too. Just because there's so much tied up in this at this point, and there's so much to sort through. And if there is supposedly a new Darkwing Duck reboot coming, I think it would be very confusing to suddenly have a series that just kicks off with all this other stuff. I don't know. It, it is a lot. Like, maybe it would just be simpler to hit that big old reset button and 
you know, take it back to the start. And as far as what that press release was talking about, it said that it was going to do reprints of the 90s comics. It didn't mention anything about this run. So it might also just be tied up in, like, licensing. So mm-hmm. just for simplicity's sake, they might just start over. And if the creative team is completely different, I can't see them trying to inherit anybody else's storyline or anything like that. So I, I would anticipate a, a clean slate. I know that Aaron specifically had a whole timeline set out and he had all these plans if he wasn't like you said it would be kind of weird for a different team to pick up and then try to do their own thing with what they already built up I think yeah I think it will probably be either if it is if it's Aaron then he's just going to continue off on the Joe books for sure but if it's not I think it's just going to be completely brand new hopefully Whoever takes the reins gives it uh, a nice spit shine and actually put some humor in there. What are you, what is Darkwing Duck without humor? Speaking of, I have a tally here for various okay. reoccurring themes in the comics, and I want you to guess. Okay, I went through and uh, I looked at a few reoccurring themes and I was marking them off. So let's start with the one that I brought up like 50 times. Hypnosis slash mind manipulation as a plot device. Can you guess how many times that was used in this comic? 10. Close, seven. At least that's Uh. what I counted. So I'm kind of counting, I'm counting a little bit more than hypnosis. I'm counting mind manipulation in general because we Mm -hmm. have when Morgana initially made her return, she was in a weird dazed state because Taurus Bulba did something and her mind was jelly. So that was number one. And then we had Magicka controlling the infinite Darkwings with her magic, I guess, in order to make them do whatever they wanted. And then we had Paddywhack taking control of Negadek's body and controlling him and making him do things. We had the foul disposition arc where Duckthulu was taking over the minds of people and they were all turning into zombies. Uh, we had Suffrage controlling all the voters and having them attack DW and Launchpad. We had the ink that corrupted all the villains in the election arc. And then we had Magicka Dispel hitting Phantom Blot with that ink slash bomb that made him follow her orders. Like, why didn't they just make it a spell? Like, why did it have to be the ink? Um, I don't... I guess the. I guess it was so Negaduck could see what was happening, because as long as they uh, used slime, he could see everything. He was, like, omnipotent. He knows all of their computer passwords now. And then we have random nanotechnology as a plot deterrent. Uh, four times. I counted about two. I could be wrong. Okay. The first was Bulba installed nanotechnology into the Quackworks building and he uses it as a last deterrent to destroy the city when uh, right at the very end of the first arc. And then the second instance we have is Ammonia Pine and her nanotech buckets. <laughs> Got about the buckets. <laughs> I'm going to append that. I need to make a correction. So I, okay. I, I must have read over it or missed it, but there was a small... After 
uh, Femme Appeal rescues the kids from the nanotech buckets, she tells the kids there's no such thing as nanotech buckets and that Ammonia Pine was probably lying just to scare them because if the nanotech existed, uh, Femme Appeal would have stolen it by now. Okay, that's pretty great. Um, Ammonia Pine is just calling like her random washing <laughs> buckets, nanotech buckets. <laughs> Gotta keep I- up with that foul appearances, you know? I think I, I think part of the reason I missed it is because Femme Appeal words it as Ammonia gave you kids the whole yarn about the the buckets. And I feel like modern day people generally don't use yarn as a term for lying. Catch in the funny papers. Who wrote this? Like a eight year old man? I don't know. Then we have okay. we have character fake outs. Uh, one of them was in issue number two when Darkwing sneaks into Quackworks and a fake-out Steelbeak appears and it's not actually him. And then mm-hmm. the second one I counted was uh, Launchpad talking to what we thought was Gyro and it was actually Doofus wearing a lamp. I think there's a few more. I just I probably lost track. Here's one for you. Exposition through a very random movie TV slash movie production that conveniently explains everything to the protagonists. Oh man, there were so many. And Taurus Bulba kicked it all off. It was literally in the first arc. Um, I want to say four, but I feel like that's too low. So let's say five. I have two, but I think that's because my definition is a bit off. Um, oh, okay. I think you're right. It's probably more than that because I have Bulba. Like you said, he had a little biopic TV that just randomly starts playing and explains how he went from Blender to Bovine. And then the one that we had recently in part three of Dangerous Currency where Gizmo Duck suit. Yeah, because then there was Negaduck like showing his his process to people via tentacle in this one. Yeah, because that see, I think I was thinking of projection like on a screen, but I I will count Uh, that. I will count any kind of flashback that... With one shot, too, didn't we? <sighs> With him being on TV? Or maybe that was happening real time. I don't know. There was a lot. Felt like a lot. <laughs> Felt like a lot. And then I have number of times that Kitty sighed in defeat. Oh, good lord. Infinite. I put too numerous to count. That's <laughs> <laughs> accurate. And this episode alone, there was probably six or seven. You just actually, you just gave like silence, like pure silence, and it. it, Oh, I might not have been close enough to my mic because there was definitely some bridge of the nose pinching and heavy sighs happening over here. All right, so Kitty, let's break Mm -hmm. this down. I want to hear your final thoughts. I want to hear of all the arcs and issues. What would you say was your favorite issue? You have to pick at least one and your least favorite and just your general thoughts. <sighs> All right. So favorite issue. I don't know. They all kind of run together on my phone so that I can look at the entire run. My knee jerk is to say the, the annual with the little Tad Stone story because that was fun. But um, and like that Becker Jack thing was interesting. And I liked, like, in the first arc, all the villains together. Fearsome four. I always like it when they're kicking around together and doing their thing. But there was a lot of bait and switch. There was a lot of setup and then 
oh no, it's actually Taurus Bulba, or, you know, there's all these other Darkwings. Well, the Infinite Darkwings were fun, too. There was a lot of neat things that happened through the course of it. Um, I just wish the execution was a little better. Uh, granted, I am purely hearing the end version of the story, so that's, yeah, I can't really weigh in entirely, because the end version is a superior version, clearly. <laughs> um, but... I don't know. I, it's just all over the place, and it just seemed... It seemed like they thought this was going to go on for a very long time, so they were like, ooh, let's lay down some groundwork here, and let's make our own thing so that we could call back to this later, and just, it didn't, didn't last, and they kind of scrambled at the end, because I don't... And the thing I think that annoyed me a lot was a lot of it, but also... <laughs> The whole slime thing it was just they called it ink or maybe it was because they found out they were getting canceled that's the only thing i can think of because they called it ink for i think like the entire election arc one the campaign carnage and then once magica and phantom blot were around they're like oh yeah ink 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 oh but is it oh but maybe it's slime and oh so what is this well the slime is negative yeah 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 slime is negative that makes sense doesn't make sense but i don't know i don't think they handled negaduck well in any of them it just kind of wound up being a patsy the first time he was around paddywhack just kind of smacked him into slime apparently and then uh spanked him actually, you would say <laughs> yes, exactly. He spanked him into slime. And then he came back, someone told him he was lonely, and he dissolved. <laughs> That's exactly what happens to me when I'm lonely. <laughs> someone speaks that that harsh, harsh truth, and you take all your homies that aren't your friends and uh, bounce. So, I don't know. There was, a, there was some good stuff. There was a lot of questionable stuff. But it's easy to sit on the outside and judge. I appreciate all of the work and time that everybody put into these. And I'm sure that it was not easy trying to work within Disney parameters. Because as far as I understand, is purely an outsider. There is a lot of bureaucratic nonsense that goes on with Disney. So I feel like there was probably a lot more that they wanted to do that they were told they couldn't i wouldn't even be surprised if there were like entire pages drawn out and scripts written that got hacked to pieces which probably made the story suffer but yeah overall thoughts uh i'm kind of glad i didn't read it or give it the energy i'm i'm, I'm glad i stuck with my knee-jerk reaction of no nah, i don't need to do this uh and they needed more model puts they did like there was hardly any Drake Mallard in this too, outside of that first one. When they tried to do the whole, I have two different lives, and then he was split into like a Drake and a Darkwing oh, at one point. Yeah, Darkwing on a hanger. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Closeted himself. <sighs> Don't so, we all? <laughs> I mean, come on. I feel like the domestic part of the show is like fun. It's fun too. It's a different kind of fun. It's just like, oh, here's the superhero, but he's being bothered by his neighbors every day, and he has to figure out how to sneak around and not get caught. 
a lot of that. And uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm curious if this really scratched anybody's itch, either DuckTales or Darkwing Duck content. Uh, at the time, I can tell you initially people really liked it, and then opinions started to split further into the series as more stuff happened. And Dangerous Currency, like I said previously, was probably the most controversial in that some people really enjoyed it and some people absolutely hated it. And that just comes down to, you know, the subjectivity of art and storytelling if you write a story, there's always going to be someone out there who's going to enjoy it. So I'm sure I don't want to like insult too many people who genuinely liked Dangerous Currency because it really does come down to what you want out of a series. Because the thing about Darkwing in general is that when it comes to the villains and stuff, it really never scratched past the surface. There wasn't any mm -hmm. deep lore. There wasn't like a whole bunch of, oh, you know, deep down, they all have these complicated feelings and relationships. It was just the baddie of the week and Darkwing fights them. And then he has, you know, a nice moment with Goslin. And so people who want more than that would probably enjoy like the depth that they tried to go into with the comics. Uh, and also like, for example, like there's fans that would, agree that Negaduck is deep down more complicated or that he secretly cares about Nega Goslin. I mean, there's all kinds of different theories. So I think it probably did appeal to some people, but then there's other people who are far more, they want to stick to the canon and they want to stick to how the characters were presented in the cartoon and don't stray from that sort of thing. Mm. Yeah. Just in you giving your little analysis there, I thought it was interesting, too, that this slime gave everybody evil superpowers when Negaduck doesn't have any superpowers. <laughs> so he was basically just amping up everybody. He was like the ultimate hype man for the villains. So I... doesn't he have a lot of friends now since he made Megavolt a member of Devo and Quackerjack into a tank? Quackerjack, as far as I'm aware, still has a deep hatred of Negaduck, but we never, like, the fearsome four were not present in that last part. I don't know where they went. They just mysteriously <laughs> vanished because I didn't wow. see them. <laughs> okay. So, um, all the other villains are gone, but the, the fearsome four are still kicking it. I guess because it doesn't explain. So, let me think. I guess Darkwing technically cured them because he hit them with the antidote gas gun in the last issue and they turned back uh, to normal. So okay. they probably just left. They probably just bounced. They're like, we we've had enough of this. So they didn't get dragged into this nonsense. They're in the after credits scene eating shawarma. I think they had to do that because they left things open-ended with Quackerjack where he hear Negadek's name and he goes bananas and starts feral. He poops himself a little yeah. bit. <laughs> He's just full-on, like, ripping stuff apart. So I guess they could not have him and Negadek together without that being complicated. And I guess without they... turning into a real housewives fight. I guess that's... Yeah, I completely forgot about them, but they also probably wanted to simplify things a little bit. Well, if they wanted to simplify things a little bit, don't have every freaking villain in both universes in one comic book <laughs> leave quackerjack a toy but i guess that resolves that so he's now 
back to his quote-unquote normal self. It was just interesting. Yeah. So, there we go. We did it. You did most of it. I, I, I just purely sat here and, and let it all wash over me like a wave of slime. Well, I am glad that you were able to uh, get through this with me because remember <laughs> when we started this and I was like, this will only take a couple episodes. Oh, buddy. If I could go You're back so in time, <laughs> if I could, you know, create some slime and project it onto myself in the past to warn myself. <laughs> then uh, it would currently show uh, just nothing but images of me holding my head in my hands and you frowning it or cracking up at Morgana faces. Oh, man. Well, I appreciate all the work that you've done uh, narrating this truly epic story to me. Yeah, and now that, okay, technically there is the Definitively Dangerous Edition and the Joe comics, but I think we've had our fill for now of comics. We can, we'll visit that later. Uh, we're back to basically the episodes. Okay. How, I don't even remember how we podcast anymore. How do we do this? Uh, I have not populated our randomizer in months. I just want to pick like a palate cleanser one. I was just about to say, since you had to go through all of this and you had to listen to me and my voices, I think you should pick an episode, any episode that you so desire for us to cover. Ooh, guess what? It's still populated. All right. So I'm just looking at what we have on here. These are all the Morgana episodes. I guess that means the last time that we... Uh, a randomized is back in October. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, this is tricky because I don't know how good some of them are. I just really feel like I need a muddlefoot. I need a muddlefoot centric episode, and I'll let you choose between the two that I know are very herb heavy, and it's you sweat your life, or the what is it? The Merchant of Menace, the Crackleware yes. Salesman one. Yes, The Merchant okay. of Menace, and yeah. Just what your life. Do you want to decide, or do you want me to randomize it between the Herb Fest? This, this is your day. I will let All you right. choose. Oh, sh sh there's also the one, sugar, wait. What's the one where they become their superhero selves? The Canardian Guardian. Oh, uh, Inside Binky's Brain. Let's do that one. That I'm is a really good. rolling back everything I just said. Let's do that one. <laughs> I really love Inside Binky's Brain. That is a good one. The Canardian Guardian. Binky, is that you? <laughs> it is. <laughs> gotcha. It's been me the whole time. I've just been clutching my pearls this entire time. All right. So next time, dear listeners, we will be away from written word and the illustrations and back into the most important part of this show. The Muddlefoots, and specifically Inside Binky's Brain. It's not a spooky episode. I don't know why I said it's spooky. But here we are, ready to de-slime ourselves like Launchpad's fries to get back to business. So, until then, dearest, dearest friends and listeners, crime doesn't sleep, neither do we. 